a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Hey, welcome to this Friday episode of Live Mike, number 312, and the final episode of this program. You and I have been spending the past year and a half together every afternoon, and uh, that's going to come to an end, or, or at least it's going to change, right? We can still cross paths on social media or here and there, uh, but here on KSL News Radio, uh, this will be the last episode of this program. Starting Monday, as you well know, going to be a little bit of a change to the lineup. The new news, as delivered each day expertly by Maria Chaleos, will be expanded. That's going to go from 12 noon until 1 o'clock. And then, uh, once uh, we step away here in about two and a half hours, it will be Boyd Matheson's Inside Sources. Coming to you each afternoon from one o'clock until three o'clock. Uh, Boyd, in fact, is going to join me in a, uh, about a half hour from right now. Going to give me a little bit of advice. We're going to talk about he and I together. Uh, we've both spent a lot of time on uh, the United States Capitol complex. I'm heading there uh, quite literally uh, after the show wraps up today. I'm hopping in my car and driving east, uh, and so he and I have uh, you know sort of a unique perspective on uh, you know how these things go. Uh, and what type of uh, you know presence is there on the Capitol complex? We'll get into that uh, w- w- with Boyd, and I'm going to give you. I have some updates here on that story myself. In fact, there is, uh, according to my sources back there, there is expected to be a a briefing delivered by the United States Capitol Police uh, in about 10 minutes' time. So, uh, if and when uh, that commences, there you can count on hearing it here on. Uh, KSL News Radio, uh, and uh, it 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 it's a difficult day. I'll be honest; it's a bittersweet one. I am incredibly excited about the the next chapter of my life, which, uh, as you heard Maria talking about earlier, will take me back to Washington D.C. I uh, this time will be working uh, not on the House side, but over across the Capitol complex on the Senate side, uh, where I will be uh, on the staff of Utah's senior senator. Uh, Mike Lee. My role will be as director of communications, and I'll be starting that job uh, next week. Uh, Wednesday, in fact, will be my official start date. Um, uh, But in the meantime, uh, in these final two and a half hours that you and I have together, uh, let's make the most of it. Let's make the most of it. On the program today, on the last episode, uh, we're going to do a few fun things, and we're going to do a few things that we have never done before. Uh, Why not try something new on the last day? Uh, What we'll do... Uh, after the briefing delivered by the U.S. Capitol Police, is uh, we're going to look back over this year and a half that you and I have spent together and revisit a few of the major, major stories which you and I have combed through and discussed and debated here together. I, you know, my in the grand scheme of things, my uh, talk radio career is relatively short. When I think about people like my dad, who's been at it for decades, I think about uh, Doug Wright, 
uh, who's been at it for decades. I think about uh, Rush Limbaugh, of course, uh, who uh, you know has passed on, but before doing so, uh, he delivered decades worth of talk radio. And me, you know, Lee Lonsberry with his cute uh, little year and a half, you know, that, that's not that's not a ton, right? Uh, but if you measure that time in terms of stories covered, I don't know that there has been uh, a talk radio career which has contained such a concentrated dose of like global, globally influential events, uh, events that changed the news trajectory uh, and the trajectory period of the entire globe. You know, you and I together here have learned about, dissected, debated, and investigated two presidential impeachments. Two of them. Two of them. 99.9% of folks in this business don't get the opportunity to comb through one in their career. You and I got to do two of them. Uh, plus a, a presidential election. Uh, that was that was really something. Uh, you remember, too, there was an earthquake centered in Magna. We were right here uh, on the air together when uh, the big aftershocks started coming. And then the windstorm, of course. And then how about uh, the unrest in the streets? I can remember spending uh, the night right here at KSL News Radio late, late into that evening, uh, side by side with Debbie Dejanovic as, uh, as we covered the events of that evening. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to have to do a little bit of behind-the-scenes work. Uh, United States Capitol Police are coming to the microphone right now to deliver uh, a, a briefing. Uh, Amber, do I have a source on this? We're working on... Okay. Uh, we do have a source. Uh, there are folks coming to the microphone. As soon as we get word that uh, information is being delivered, uh, we will bring that to you. I'm, I'm seeing something of a, a tape delay. I can see folks speaking. Uh, they are doing so with the backdrop of the United States Capitol. Uh, a, uh, a uniformed officer right now coming to the microphone. I believe that that is the acting chief of the U.S. Capitol Police, uh, Yogananda Pittman. Uh, we, don't have, we don't have a source on this quite yet. Okay, well, let's pull that up and hear from the acting chief of the U.S. Capitol Police. One zero two hours this afternoon, a suspect uh, entered what we refer to as the North Barricade of the Capitol. Uh, the suspect rammed his car uh, into two of our officers and then hit the North Barricade barrier. At such time, the suspect exited the vehicle with a knife in hand. Our officers then engaged that suspect. Uh, He did not respond to verbal commands. Uh, The suspect did start lunging toward U.S. Capitol Police officers, at which which time uh, U.S. Capitol Police officers fired upon the suspect. At this time, uh, the suspect has been pronounced uh, deceased. Two U.S. Capitol Police officers were transported to two different hospitals, and it is with a very, very heavy heart that I announce one of our officers has succumbed to his injuries. We are not able to release any information, names, uh, age, date of birth, or anything of that nature at this time because we still have to notify the next of kin. 
I just ask that the public continue to keep U.S. Capitol Police and their families in, in your prayers. This has been an extremely difficult time for U.S. Capitol Police after the events of January 6th and now the events that have occurred here today. So I ask that you keep our U.S. Capitol Police family in your thoughts and prayers. At this time, I'm going to turn it over to the Metropolitan Police Chief, Mr. Robert Conti, for the Metropolitan Police Department's portion of this investigation. Thank you. Good afternoon, I'm Robert Conti, Acting Chief of the Metropolitan Police Department. Uh, our members responded uh, to the U.S. Capitol uh, today just after 1 o'clock p.m. Uh, to investigate uh, an officer-involved shooting. Uh, at this time, uh, the Metropolitan Police Department's Homicide Division, as well as our Internal Affairs Division, will now take over the investigation with respect to uh, the shooting uh, death that occurred, as well as the officer's uh, death. Uh, there's not a lot of information that we can release to the public at this time, uh, but we certainly uh, will be working very closely with our partners at the Park Police, uh, at the U.S. Capitol Police. Uh, at this time, I just want to extend uh, my deepest condolences uh, on behalf of the entire Metropolitan Police Department uh, to all of the officers at the United States Capitol Police uh, for their service and uh, unfortunately for the, the loss of life uh, that has occurred, that have occurred here today at the United States Capitol Police. At this time, it does not appear to be an ongoing threat. Uh, obviously, we're in the very early stages of our investigation. Uh, we need to obviously understand the motivation uh, behind this uh, senseless act. Uh, so the Metropolitan Police Department will certainly be doing that. I know you said the suspect is dead. Any reason to know that he was known to Capitol Police or MPD beforehand? Any indication that he was somebody that had been around the Capitol before, maybe spotted, anything like that? It does not appear that he is known to the Capitol Police or the Metropolitan Police Department at this time. Is this a terrorism-related incident? It does not appear to be terrorism-related, uh, but obviously uh, we'll continue to investigate uh, to see if there's some type of nexus uh, along those lines. Will yes, the National Guard posture change at all? What's their mission look like in the next couple of days? Uh, I'll refer that to the United States uh, Capitol Police. Chief, did the suspect say anything or yell anything at the time? I would say that at this time, the investigation is still in its preliminary stages, so we don't have that information. And the Capitol Police, as far as its security posture, remains in a steady state at this time. Uh, we are very thankful for our National Guard uh, partnership. Uh, we do have National Guard on the campus, but the security posture at this time remains the same. So you said that the national. You said that obviously the motive. You're still looking at the motive. I understand that. Any reason to believe that there was any specific target of member of Congress? Was there a specific member of Congress that the suspect may have been trying to go after? Any indication who that may have been, if that was the case? Uh, we do not have the suspect on file with U.S. Capitol Police, so there's no indication at this time that there's any nexus to any member of Congress. Can you speak also to the UK? Yes, ma'am. We cannot confirm that, but the investigation is ongoing. The suspect did exit the vehicle with a knife in hand, and at that time he started to lunge toward, uh, run aggressively toward U.S. Capitol but Police in the vehicle, Office. Any 
no, that part of the investigation is still ongoing. The scene is still being processed by Metropolitan Police Department, so we will have additional information at a later time. Did you ever come in contact, and then you mentioned the lunge, but did the suspect come in contact and wrestle with the police officer there? The investigation is ongoing. From what we can see from video at this time, I do not see uh, the suspect uh, wrestling with a U.S. Capitol Police officer, but when he exited the vehicle, the knife was clearly in his hand, and he did start to run uh, toward the officers. So at this time, uh, this is all the, the questions that I am going to take. I uh, turn it back over to... Metropolitan Police Department's chief. Again, I ask you to please keep the United States Capitol Police family uh, in your thoughts and prayers at this time. Uh, it has been an extremely difficult and challenging uh, year for us, but um, we will get through this and we do appreciate the community's support. The second Thank officer. Hey folks, uh, we understand that you guys have a lot of questions. Obviously there's uh, this is a complex investigation. We are going to be putting out more information as we can on social media. And if we decide to do any more briefings uh, later on, we'll of course let you guys know right away. Thank you. There you have it, uh, the, the heartbreaking update to this story that we've been following throughout the morning and early afternoon is that as a result of the ramming of a barricade uh, just outside the United States Capitol building that uh, one of the two injured officers of the United States Capitol Police has succumbed to their injuries and lost their life. One officer is dead now, uh, one hospitalized after uh, a barricade outside the United States Capitol was rammed by a suspect who uh, themselves has lost their life. We'll take a break right now. We'll come back. We'll pick this story up. I'll share with you some more details. Uh, Plus, uh, take a look back over the last 15 months you and I have had to spend together here on Live Mike. That's next here on KSL News Radio. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. 12.55 is the time we just finished hearing from the United States Capitol Police, specifically the acting chief of that force, Yogananda Pittman, as well as uh, the chief, uh, Chief Robert Conti of the Washington Metropolitan Police Department. Uh, what we learned was unfortunate. It was probably the worst news to come from a press conference of that sort. We had learned earlier today that a suspect, after ramming a barricade uh, alongside the United States Capitol building, uh, had passed away. The update coming from uh, Chief Pittman, uh, acting Chief Pittman, is that uh, one of the two U.S. Capitol Police officers who were rammed by the suspect's vehicle has also succumbed to injuries and passed away. The other is remains hospitalized. Uh, this after a man rams uh, into a barricade uh, just outside the United States Capitol. Uh, this happened a short time ago. Uh, I first caught word of this when uh, you know, a colleague of mine back in D.C. sent uh, forwarded to me an alert that came through from U.S. Capitol Police that the facility was to be locked down, that there was to be uh, no entry or exit. And if you were uh, on the Capitol grounds, uh, the instruction from the Capitol Police was to take cover. Uh, that was uh, in the early moments of this uh, event. That warning was then lifted. Uh, there was at one point a, uh, a U.S. Park Police helicopter which landed 
uh, on the lawn in front of, on the east side of the United States Capitol building. Now, that is that is something that you will likely uh, live your entire life and never see, uh, the landing of, uh, of an aircraft on the lawn of the, uh, of the United States Capitol. That is some of the most tightly controlled airspace uh, on the planet. Uh, I, I, later on, if I have some time, I'll tell you a story about uh, one instance where I was able to fly uh, near there on a helicopter and what all went behind getting the clearance to do so. So to see one come uh, not only above the Capitol but then land uh, on the lawn in front. Again, it was a United States Park Service uh, helicopter uh, has a blue body along the side. If, uh, if you're familiar with uh, with government aircraft, you recognize that paint scheme. Uh, and the the assumption is that that helicopter was being used to uh, transport the injured. And well, two of those injured uh, were United States Capitol Police officers. One of them we have since uh, learned from the acting chief of the United States Capitol Police, Yogananda Pittman. Uh, that officer, uh, he has lost his life. She used the male pronoun. Uh, he, uh, a male officer, lost his life in this attack on the United States Capitol. Uh, I, I also know from communication with uh, folks back there that the buildings, uh, the Capitol building plus the adjacent office buildings on both the House and Senate side uh, today, for the most part, are vacant uh, for Good Friday, uh, a, a holiday observed uh, led to uh, pretty much an empty Capitol building, uh, which, you know, th- thanks to the security uh, measures put in place by the Capitol Police, this vehicle, uh, in its attempt, was unsuccessful to, uh, uh, you know, unsuccessful in, I don't know, gaining access to the Capitol, uh, causing whatever kind of damage um, the, the barricades uh, did their job. Uh, unfortunately, uh, one officer was killed, believed to have been uh, rammed by this vehicle before it encountered the physical barrier, which stopped it uh, quite literally in its tracks. I'm seeing an investigation carry out right now. Uh, the vehicle is still there, uh, rammed up against the, the barrier. The, the hood is crumpled. The airbag is deployed. The trunk is open, and an investigation ensued. Uh, we will continue following this throughout throughout the day. Uh, take a break now, though, and be joined by... Boyd Matheson, next here on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.